smell something? Put that cookie down! Hello and welcome to the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. I'm Shane. I'm John Star. We, uh, I was about to, I was about, you were about to, to do it. We just stopped. It. It's been a year. We don't need to alliterate anymore. We used to do this like alliterate. We're filmmakers, we're fans, and then we'd say some word associating with the episode starting with F as and well. And then it turns out there's not that many letters that start with F. It's very difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we doubled up and we're like, no, nah, we're cutting it this year. But we've got a really, really exciting episode. We have some amazing guests. We got Mary Dong and. I'm, I forgot to ask your surname. Totally fine. <laughs> it's Rhiannon Stephenson. Rhiannon Stephenson. They are the, the producers and creators of a web series called Two Weeks, an LGBT Australian web series that is like in the middle of its release and everything. It's all exciting times. Chance and I had a chance to see it. Uh, at the um, Queer Film Festival? At the Brisbane Queer Film one. Festival, yeah. sort of at the beginning-ish of the year, around mm-hmm. April, I think. March. March, so March. Close. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, and and then they're finally releasing. We're like, we got to get them on the podcast, and we kind of made a mandate. We like, we want more guests, so it's not just mm. us talking crap all the time. We're getting experts in their field, I guess. Ooh, um, lucky. <laughs> I, talk, I talk crap too, so this, yeah. this might blow up in your face. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, we, we, before we get into the main topic, we always start by asking, "What have you been watching?" And Mary, what have you been watching? I have just finished the bisexual. Um, <gasps> oh, I really want to watch that. You, you should. It's a really interesting show. I didn't like it at first, but I have come to not. Not, not hate it. Desiree, Desiree Arkavan, the creator, that, she her. did um, The Miseducation of Cameron Post, which yes. is really touching. She's I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Oh, really? Yes. I, I, I love it. Rhiannon <laughs> won't watch anything to do with it because oh, really? she's like, just be, just to piss her off, <laughs> like more than anything. I'll be I'm like, sure this that is I'll a big it. reference for me. And she was, she's just like, I don't want to watch it. Just to yeah. spite her. Yeah. Um, I'm worried because I have. Put off watching Boy Erased. Don't watch it. Don't, don't, don't no, watch no, no, it. Really? No, 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 don't watch no, no, no. it. Really? <laughs> okay. Because I'm I mean, I'm literally in the middle of writing like uh, a movie dealing with the same topic, and c- then they announce like Miss Education Camp and Boy Erased in the same year. I'm like, oh my topical. god. <laughs> Mine's more genre centric, more like Get Out. I'm mm-hmm, kind of okay. going for. But um, I was worried that about just Boy announced Erased. like last week as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was. I'm like, I'm writing a horror about conversion therapy, but like a yeah. hard horror. And then someone announced a horror about conversion therapy and I'm like God, no damn. get but in there, there first. theirs is like a sci-fi and with um a, a trans lead so mine's quite Ooh, mine's okay. dealing with sort of a lot of catholicism kind sure. of centric yeah. things anyway so I'm still going ahead with it because it feels right but um I'm worried that uh, like I, I'm pretty sure like from watching Cameron Post I'm like Cameron Post feels like the the very subtle very controlled mm. version whereas Boy Race feels like the, everyone's going to cry in monologue because we <laughs> want to play that clip when we get nominated for the Oscar. Yeah, it's definitely mm. Oscar baby. Um but actually watch it so you can see yeah, what yeah, not yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spicy. Okay, that's on that's on the list. Uh, what, uh, what anything else you've been watching? No. no two, weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> two weeks Stop. which is being released right now. So. Uh, Rihanna, what have you been watching? Uh I've actually just finished up the latest season of American Horror Story. <gasps> I love American I, Horror Story. I ha- I've switched around on that one. I watched because I just watched because I watched the first one like the first couple of episodes when it first came out and it scared me a bit too much. Yeah. I skipped is this, to Coven. Is this like first? Oh yeah. First, like in, uh, initial uh, season uh, Murder so House. So Murder yeah. House and then so I skipped to Coven. Coven's I loved great. Coven and then I didn't like Freak Show so I stopped and then they announced the Coven crossover I'm like I want those witches again. Yep. yep. So I'm going There's, back and working yes. through Murder House. <laughs> well I think Murder House Asylum is the best one. Coven obviously amazing yeah. um 
skip right past Freak Show and Hotel. You don't need them. Probably <laughs> Roanoke as well. Probably don't need to see. But then, yeah. Is Apoc- Apocalypse good? Apocalypse is really good. And it is so much of a Coven murder house oh, crossover. And I love the gift where she's like, like, I'm amazing. the fucking supreme. Like she's that's all over Honestly, oh, I love it. Yeah, no. Yeah. This se- later season's really, really good. So um, also Cult is really Cult. good too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been meaning yeah. to watch that one. Yeah, so one. just no. No freak show, no hotel. <laughs> uh, anything else you're watching? Uh, well, the, I mean, that kept, that's kept me busy because I, I was like a little bit late um, getting it started because it just got released. I think the yeah. last episode just aired. Um, so I sort of like have been catching up with that. Yeah. 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 Too busy to watch anything else. At the <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I feel like, like two weeks ago I had like a just a dearth of like I hadn't watched any. I try and watch four movies a week yep. and I'd watch like nothing because I was just shooting my film and all that kind of stuff. So I was just like, oh, oh so no, I, I can understand. Yeah. I totally <laughs> understand. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's been my this week. Uh, I have watched uh, Zootopia, though, for my preparation Ooh, nice. for Disney vs. Disney, the uh, That's Not Canon production massive crossover event where we all argue about which Disney film is best and spoiler alert, guys. It's Zootopia. <laughs> it's actually a that's, really good podcast. I'm, I'm that's doing, fascinating. I'm doing um, Up and I'm versing Brave. Mm. I'm going up oh. against Brother Bear, which was the other film I oh, watched. Oh, well. It's the furry Zootopia battle of the century. No <laughs> um, I work in animation, actually. So oh, we really awesome. cool. we watch this all the time. This oh, brilliant. Stuff, so oh, awesome. Yeah. Zootopia cool. wins, yes. Thank sure. you. I Sloth. agree. with Dane, we don't need to do the episode anymore. We've got <laughs> definitive Zootopia wins. Brother Bear is Nazi propaganda. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we'll see if I can work that uh, into the debate Anything somehow. else, Um, No, not really. Shane, no? okay. <laughs> uh, what have you been watching? I, I've, watched, I've watched a few things. I watched a documentary called Three Identical Strangers, which has been getting a bit buzzed about. You um, told me about the it. Bill is kind of like the Tickled it. of this. Have you seen Tickled, the documentary? I haven't, oh, but I know no, of it. I know. Uh, it's it, on Netflix now. It's on Netflix. Oh. It's amazing. Three Identical Strangers isn't as like, what am I watching? It's not like a, because Tickled is just bizarre. And the more you watch it, you're like, where is this going? Uh, Three Identical Strangers isn't as like hinging on the kind of mystery, but it's a really excellent documentary. It's about three basically like twins three sorry triplets separated at birth that find each other and then the kind of why they were separated comes into it and and an examination of nature versus nurture is actually like a really Mm. complex examination so it's like that Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito film Twins. Yes. But real. Oh, <laughs> they were going to make a sequel to that movie recently called Triplet starring uh, Eddie Murphy as the third one, which raises more questions. <laughs> Why? Um, I watched Brave, obviously, which yep. I, I liked it more this time. I hadn't seen it since I saw it in the cinemas. I liked it more this time around. I actually was kind of, mm. I love the music. The music mm. is pretty gorgeous. Mm. Um, I watched Fantastic Beasts 1 and 2. Oh, I watched that last night as actually at the movies. Uh, did you like? Oh the- man, oh, <laughs> it's, wow, it's rough. Wow. You, right? you didn't want to see it. Uh, well, then my my housemate invited me last minute. You're a Harry Potter and fan I was as like, well. Well, yeah, I yeah. love Harry Potter, and this was just oh, it's pointless a hot mess, Ooh, right? It was pointless. Um, no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. But there's well, like yes. a giant twist that's meant to that's played at the very end. That's meant to be played out as very dramatic, and you're like, are you for real? Yeah. But apparently, like, the timelines don't match up now because McGonagall's negative six years old, but she's, like, a fully grown adult. <laughs> well, um, actually, that that brings up a good point. One of my friends had seen it and he basically said that it was, like, they had just thrown out every rule that J.K. Rowling had, yeah. like, made for the Harry Potter films and it's just like, oh, for convenience's sake, let's, like, have this that well, doesn't I've, actually work in the way. So much she write this one? Because she she's the writing one. all of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but she's, just like, she's just like, oh, fuck, I don't have an idea. Like, they won't remember that that's a law or that's a real thing. Yeah, and, like, what's, it's so much of it is 
this one, and I actually I watched Fantastic Beasts one as well. I really quite like that one. That one I like a lot. Mm. And this one is just all fans of it. So McGonagall's in there so that you can hear the name McGonagall and you go, ah, oh, yes, it's the thing that yeah. I remember. It was name drop central. Yeah, <laughs> right? And See, and at the, least with The, the Hobbit, because The Hobbit does that. But the Hobbit timeline still works. Aragorn is still an adult at that point. You know, Legolas is eternal. Uh, Gimli is Gloin's son. That's yeah. a thing. But like, um, they what's the like the the, the Lestranges and mm. all that kind of thing is just in there, and you're like, why? And yeah, you know, yeah, Nagini yeah, and yeah. You're just I like, no, none of this. Thing. None it of this. Works. Honestly, what I liked so much about the first one is the fact that it was expanding the goddamn universe. Ilvermoney. Ilvermoney. No, you never Ilvermoney. go to Ilvermoney. You go back to Hogwarts, and there's yeah. weird. Did you, the weird handheld moment in Hogwarts? You're like this, like handheld footage, and you're like, oh yeah, handheld footage doesn't work in Hogwarts. It's meant to be like sweeping cameras. This, yeah, this whole film was very problematic. <laughs> yeah, um, and then I watched, I rewatched Miss Congeniality because we were watching two oh, weeks I notice, love that and then film. we were like halfway through, and we're like, I really want to watch Miss Congeniality. Yes, <laughs> holds up. That movie holds up, and it's, it's so, so Michael so Caine. Good. I this time around, I really appreciate Michael Caine's comedy in that movie. He's so good. He's I agree. Just, He's like I, the a, most valuable player in yeah, that film. Yeah. It's such a good. I feel like Michael Caine is always the most valuable <laughs> yeah, player because yeah. he's Michael Caine. Yeah, um, even and, in Batman. And yeah. then I, I finished up last night and I watched the movie The Breaker Uppers. Yes, which is the okay. Kiwi comedy. I have seen it. It's real. I was, it was really surprisingly like, good. Yeah, and funny, and it kind of makes me a little upset. Like you were saying when you yeah. watched it, I'm like. I wish Australia made comedies like this. Like we can, we have the talent, we have the people and, and we, you know, uh, New Zealand, but New Zealand is known for like those yeah. comedies and Taika Waititi yeah. produced oh it and gosh. everything yeah. like that. But it's a really funny, really good movie. And the fact that they wrote, starred in and directed that whole movie, the two of them is mm. really quite extraordinary. And I love that it had a bit of star. I love the, the villain of the piece, the, the, the gangster girl and like <laughs> yeah, her, her posse, amazing. she just like gestures and the posse come up behind her <laughs> in the bank. I was, it was so good. So I was really happy. I saw that one. I want more movies like that. More little indie. Cause that's how, if you don't have a lot of money, that's how you do a yeah. good movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Two weeks and you guys. So we, we get a little bit of an introduction for you guys about yourselves, okay. what you did and, and all that kind of stuff. And we'll talk a bit about yeah. two weeks. Just, just right. talk amongst yourself. Guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so basically uh, this week we released our web series Two Weeks, which is a nine-part LGBTQ plus uh, web series. Um, it follows the stories of a group of 20-something friends who live in Brisbane and they're kind of exploring their lives and, and sort of love and relationships and also their own sexuality. Um, and yeah, released this week, I produced it and Mary was the creator and, and one of the writers on it. And so, so about, uh, your background sort of in, in filmmaking and stuff. Sure. Uh, so I started film, I actually started in theory of film cause I like to pick people's films apart. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> you're the right people to talk about this too. But, um, basically then I went to Griffith film school. That's where I met Mary and a bunch oh, awesome. of our other co-collaborators. Uh, Rachel? Rachel as well, yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, it was like almost like a big Griffith alumni production. Oh, cool. um, yeah, oh. huge Griffith family that made um, two weeks with a couple of ring-ins, but mostly Griffith. Um, so, yeah, we we went there, graduated maybe five years ago. Uh, yeah, and right. then since then just did a bit of freelancing. I worked for a post-production place for a bit um, and now I'm working for a children's content animation company as well. Oh, like awesome. Oh, that's so. the animation. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. That's really so cool. That's and, and what about you, Mary? I have had well, a, a bit of a weird run. Oh. I, did, I, meet, I, meet, I met Rhiannon at Griffith Film School and then I was actually a soundie 
for a long time. Oh, hey, wow. you're my favorite person then, Soundies. Yeah, Soundies. <laughs> well, I don't do it much anymore. I still do it here and there, but um, I about I started my master's after I did my bachelor's and I, about halfway through the master's, um, thought about writing. And oh, so I ended up watching a lot of web series and a lot of queer web series um, and then kind of pivoted away from sound and then ended up yeah, I guess. That's, <laughs> cool. that's cool. Like, and, but what's great from going with that is you you appreciate sound. Yeah, as a sense. Yeah. So when you're going to create it, you like because that's a lot of the people who don't. Mm. I try and do, I haven't. I'm not very good at like other jobs in film, I, uh, but I try and do sound. I try and do at least like I know post sound. I can do mm. that a bit, yeah, so I understand yeah. that when you when you're going to make it, you can go. You can appreciate and you know how to do it. And totally. So you just, so you totally. Can, so um, I, I always write my characters for sound. Like a uh, film I just shot last night. It was like it's it's about a um transvestite going on a date with a girl, and at the end they both disrobe and they're both in um lingerie. Only reason I wrote it because you can really mic up lingerie real nice. You stick them in there, <laughs> put them back. Oh, yeah, great. Right. Has nothing to do about the subtext Where, and the understanding of between people. Just the mics is what matters. Whereas my short film, there's a guy who's like supposed to be naked under a big robe and the robe's fluffing around. So all you hear on the mic is like, <laughs> like all the time. So you had to like boom him and mic the other guy. Uh, so I guess with the web series, so uh, how did it come about? Like just what was the instigation of the the idea? Did it happen when you were in your master's? Like- yeah, it did. So I, the instigation of the idea is actually really interesting because I actually was hit by a car. Oh, whoa. Um, that is one hell of an instigation for yeah, a web series. Yeah. I, so the reason I actually pivoted away from sound was because I couldn't physically stand. So I watched wow. a, a lot of web series lying in bed for about six months. Um, and I felt really inspired by them. Like, you know, here are a whole bunch of people telling their own stories. And I thought, you know, I've been waiting my entire life to see stories that I related to um, and, and completely related to. So I thought if ever, if all of these people can do it, maybe I can do it too. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So I started to kind of develop the idea and went to a couple of people and was like, hey, look, I'm, I'm thinking of doing this. And I went to Rihanna and, and pitched it to her. Kind of. Did you have like a uh, the 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 scope of series, or was it kind of like a twenty somethings in Brisbane, and I just want to like um, a slice of life kind of thing? Or no, I did have a, a bit of an idea in terms of because I felt like I hadn't seen something that fully related to me. I I wanted to make something that fully related to me, but also would work for a bunch of different people. So that's yeah. where the structure came from. Yeah, cool. Um, with having three different characters. I love, I love that multiple we, narratives. Yeah. I'm like a huge mm-hmm. fan of like the Robert Altman yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And Valentine's Day and you know, all those yeah. ones. Totally, where they, like, they totally. Yeah. Stories. Yeah. Um, but I do think that like as a whole, Two Weeks has a, a, a strong message that flows across the entire yeah. series yeah. in all of the episodes. So um, I guess, and there was a lot of development. Like we spent a good year longer even in development to really nut that out and to really like, you know, we wrote timelines on the walls and like here are characters and what do they need and why, where do they fit in this episode and all that kind of stuff. Was your writing process sort of like, like index, do you do anything specific? Um, I did index cards, but um, when we all got together, we kind of just like 
throw ideas out and talk to each other and, and did monologues for it was characters. It's like a, a, a writer's room kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. so it, there's three different writers on the project, obviously, because it's split into the three different streams of narrative and characters. Um, they obviously intersect. Like mm. you said, Robert Altman is a good example of that sort of Oh, my God. Someone who can reference Robert Altman. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, basically um, we had three different writers doing it, so it was the three writers, and then obviously each stream had a different director That's as one well. of the things I really appreciate what you guys did with your series is that you kind of – even though it's like an indie sort of lo-fi thing, you kind of approached it like a real big professional thing. You've got directors for episodes, writers, a writing room. I actually really, because if I were to do that, I'd want to kind of approach it like that. <laughs> yeah. that's when we grow up hearing what other people well, are doing. Well, exactly. And why not try and do what yeah. the actual yeah. way of doing it is sort of thing, just because you're like low budget and you don't have the same, you know, studios and execs or like um, broadcasters behind you. It doesn't mean that you can't, you know, still, I mean, those function really well and we mm. found the same thing. So. Yeah, it was really great for our, our whole process. Having so many people involved in the key creatives meant that, you know, we could all collaborate and, and help each other, which was mm. really good. Yeah. Was it written like as a whole? Because when we saw it, the presentation was sort of in, it was like a feature length presentation mm. of the three chapters. Following. I was really confused because like I knew it was a web series. I'd mm. been following it for a while. And when we watched it, I was like, man, this is a really long episode. Like, 80 minutes. Right. Yeah, and then when, once it got to the third part, I was like, was that one episode? It wasn't until like at the end that I realized, okay, there are these split parts yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And, and I really liked the way it was presented like that because it did feel like a whole story yeah. and the way it came together in the end. But uh, then it's also working is sort of like, because from what I understand, the, the distribution of it is it's like each character has like a, you divide each character's chapter into parts and then it's like, you're alternating between the chapters. Is that how it's uh, presenting? No, no, actually. So in, in so the feature cut, it is, it is exactly like mm, that. It's cool. just got a cu- couple of cutaways oh, in right, between. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you've got Audrey's stream first, which is her first three episodes. Yeah. Then you've got um, Mitch's stream, which is his three episodes. And then Lucas has um, kind of two and a half almost. Because <laughs> yeah. then we bring back all the characters yeah, and the finish off the story. When you the said end. that there were uh, nine episodes, I was like, oh, does that mean Lucas only has like two and a half and then everyone else <laughs> yeah, is there? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and was that structure built, sort of designed the get go, or was that something that happened after writing? I think it happened pretty, pretty fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think we knew what the idea behind the last episode was because mm. we knew that we had to wrap up everyone's stories. Mm. But um, I think, yeah, it was pretty much from the get-go. It was kind of like that skins yeah. type of thing. Where like yeah, skins. Yeah, yeah, I definitely got that yeah. vibe. Definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Skins is yeah. a big reference. That's the it. other thing is episode nine, the last episode, is 20 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, cool. it's a bit of an outlier, but <laughs> we're hoping people will stick around for I mean, it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I always, I always bring the up finale. the example because people, when because I'm like, I'm maybe writing a web series or something. I'm like concepting it at the moment. but um, And everyone's like, make them short, make them like one, like less than two minutes. I'm like, are you going to get anything from like a t- like like at least five, or if not yeah. more? And then I remember that you remember that Coney twenty twelve video. Yeah. It's like thirty five <laughs> minutes long, and everyone watched it. Everyone yeah. watched it. Was it thirty five minutes it was long? Twenty five. It's like oh it's long. God. It's Look, really long. I skimmed long. it. I paid play it two times speed. Did you not watch it at all? I didn't watch what it at all. Shock. You're a heartless person. Ah, <laughs> yeah. What we're, about we're, the we're children? In, we're, in the, we're in the same camp. But people stuck like regular channel flipping people stuck around for a really long episode. I'm like, if it's compelling enough, people are going to watch it. Exactly. And if they're seeking it out, I find, um, especially like when I was, when I was in the closet and everything like that, and I'm, I'm, you, you're deliberately seeking out totally. content totally. like that. You'll stick around for as much because there's so little of it around yeah, that you just watch totally. everything. Yeah. I think the nice thing about web is that you, 
there's no hard and fast rule. You don't have yeah. to stick to yeah. the 20 minutes for broadcast or anything like that. You can literally make it as short or as long as you want. So long as you are getting the story that you need to tell in that amount of time. Yeah. So, you know, cause we ummed and ahed and we were like, we, cause you have to think about these things. You have to be like, yeah, what is the most reasonable time? Like mm. we're worried that, and people will stop watching halfway through. It's their prerogative kind of thing. But um yeah, I think that you're totally right. Like it's one of those things where it was just like we're going to tell the story if it takes six minutes or if it takes twenty minutes. Like yeah. this is yeah. how long. And it then is. also what the, in in terms of the tone you're trying to do because you're going for skins with mm. like it, to me when I was watching I'm like it has this kind of British flavor to it like the mm. British drama <laughs> flavor to it which I really like and British sort of stuff is is so the American ones like their dramas are like forty five and their comedies are like twenty whereas. Uh, the British comedies are a lot more flexible and I kind of mm, got that yeah. vibe. Like my my web series is like, because my big huge influence is 30 Rock. Yeah. And so it's going to kind of stick more to that American 19, 21 minute thing mm-hmm. with the, the act breaks just because that's where yeah, I'm coming yeah. from. Yeah. So, and web kind of lets you do all of that. It's mm. not sort of regionally based. Um, so pre-production, how did, so when when was, did you get like a green light or? Um, well, oh, so. Man. You make your own green light. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> Are you taking this? No, no, I'm just I'm just commenting <laughs> that it was very interesting. Um, yeah, so pre-production, it's a bit of a hard one because I guess uh, I should preface by saying that this was like obviously we made 80 minutes of content and it doesn't like not, to, like toot, feature film. not <laughs> to toot our own homes but it doesn't look like shit like that you've yeah, like just yeah. like filmed in your mom's well, you bedroom should, you guys shot, Sorry, like real quick. That. You guys shot on the Alexa, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Uh, like gorgeous we, camera. It was really important for us to have that – that highbrow kind of high quality style um, because I think a lot of people just rely on, you know, like something that's like really dodgy and and that's a really economical way of shooting. But mm. I don't think that we will stand out if we just made a shooting series. Shooting your iPhones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, made for a Tangerine, but like, Tangerine's yeah, a specific kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. So basically – so 80 minutes of content, we've got all these different crews happening because you've got your different writers, your different directors. Nobody got paid. Nobody got paid at all. So um, so working around our own schedules, having to work at the same time as make the film, having to um, do all of the all of the prep and everything like that. So we kind of cut it into almost several different parts. It was sort of like, okay, who's available on this weekend to like yeah. get together and shoot? So it took a really like pre-production and production kind of happened almost simultaneously. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, nice. so, Two years. Yeah, exactly. So, years, wow. so we would be like going, okay, we're in pre for this part, but this part's shooting at the moment, et cetera. Oh, so, cool. Um, and I think that um, like I will say. That's like, kind of like a real show though. That's what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. like home and away, they're writing this one, yeah. shooting that one. Produ- like Exactly, exactly. Thing. Just like keeping the flow going. And I will say like our directors didn't, an amazing job when they mm. knew that we were like focused on maybe where in the middle of shooting this, they would still be working on their own episodes yeah. and, and so, trying to so get that So it was that Rachel forward. Anderson. Yep. Uh, Dan Anderson and also Isabel Stanfield. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I, I, I know Rachel through, through, um, uh, D- uh, uh Dane. Oh, really? yeah. Because okay. I, like, oh, I met him at 48 Hour Film Project yep. and then it turns out we went to primary school together for a year. No. And it was wow. this really weird, tiny, small world. Well, Dane is the reason why I still produce. I think I did I oh, did wow. his grad film. So oh, he the, directed the, oh, um, I knew the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've seen that one. Yep. Oh, very nice. Very <laughs> nice. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So. Um, I have to say also I really appreciate like with the, with the being paid thing because I've been on projects where there are people who are like, under the table paying some people and then other people aren't. And yeah, I always right. get my policy on my stuff is either everyone's getting paid or no one's getting paid because yeah. 
when because it, it just causes these weird divides. So I actually like yeah. appreciate this sort of that um, transparency of, of of process. Yeah, that, the only people that really are, I think, like I will prefer like oh, will, spe- specialists will, for like yeah, safety specialists. Things. So yeah. so something like someone who brought their Steadicam obviously yeah. had to pay for their gear. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah but yeah. it was always yeah. Like I think that half the time it was like their gear, but not them. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. That's and yeah, that, that stuff makes it was sense. absolutely an unwritten rule that no one was getting paid, none of the mm. cast got paid, none yeah. of the crew got paid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we just tried to. Because you're doing it because you love it. Totally. You want to do it. Well, we try, like Rihanna and I, it's really important to us that we actually show that we appreciate our crew as well. So we try to find ways, like we can't, we obviously can't pay people, but we try to find ways to show them yeah. that we do appreciate. Hugs. Yeah, hugs. Hugs. <laughs> hugs. Yeah. Well, I'm like like a prickly person. Yeah, doesn't hugs. like hugs. But um, <laughs> even just in ways like ever since you know we did the production kind of thing, we've had our own projects that we have been able to ask these people back and pay yeah. for them. Yeah. And so it's like you know just like you did this huge thing for us, and we'll always keep you in mind in the future yeah. as well. Yeah, so. yeah, that's that's exactly. I I love that philosophy. Yeah. that's yeah. how that's how I try and go about my sort of project. So. Uh, what have I got? Uh, there was sort of a, uh, I got high production from BTS perspective. Yeah, because you had like a steady cam. I actually, I was on a short like a couple of weeks ago with your steady cam operator. Cause oh. I was like looking at my phone and I'm like, oh, you were the one for two weeks. And Alex, so <laughs> yeah, he's really lovely. Oh, I love him. He's yeah, yeah, he's great. awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, I have to ask with uh, so casting, casting. How did that? Was that a long process? Or? Actually, not that long. I don't think. No, we did it very. It was quickly. really quick because you had to have. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was one of those things where you had to have all your cast um, from the very beginning, yeah. even if even yeah. if the last episodes weren't getting shot for like an extra year or something. <laughs> yeah. But they all feature in the earlier episodes anyway. Um, so we cast pretty much one of the first things we did. Uh, it was – there's not a great – humongous pool of people in Brisbane. Like there, like there's a lot of people kind of thing, but it's like those people that we really needed to tell our story. So we, we really took our time deciding who the right people were mm. for it. Um, and honestly, like I, I'm thrilled with them all. Oh, like, we have been I've, so lucky. And cause it's one of those things as well. Cause it's taken two years across all, all yeah. episodes to shoot that they keep coming back yeah. every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. So. yeah. Um, I have to ask, and you don't talk about like specifics, but was there ever a part of the conversation about, cause I know it's just in the, in the, the zeitgeist at the moment casting LGBT actors versus straight actors. And that was that a conversation that happened behind the scenes? Uh, probably should have more than it did. I Ooh. think um, it's definitely a conversation where you go in, you're like every single time you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. we want to cast diversity and we want to cast people who know how to play these roles. And we know want to cast, um, all of these different, you have all these ideas and then you're going through and like, where are these people yeah. kind of thing? And yeah. it's sort of like, but I don't want to say. They're all in Melbourne and Sydney. That's well, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And so, and we did look into that kind of thing, but we just didn't have the yeah. budget to yeah. continuously well, that's, fly that's people what I kind of, and everything that's like that. That's why I kind of run into it. Um, I, 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 I want to, and I try to, but then it's kind of, I found when I cast my, so I did a feature film a couple of years back. Uh, Break in hell. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I'll still do it at the end. <laughs> do it at the end. Um, but uh, I, I had sort of some queer characters doing, uh, there's like sex scenes and stuff, but it wasn't like um, explicitly intimate ones, but yep. there were sex scenes and stuff like that. And I was just kind of, cause I'd run into things before where like I had an actor say to my face, like, Oh, I'm, I'm not comfortable with all that gay shit in the script. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> oh my God. Never working with you again. Oh my God. Um, and so I just like straight up on the casting call, I was like, this character is, has a sex scene with another man. Yep. If you're uncomfortable with this, like don't apply. Yeah. And, but what happened is for that role, 
there was like three people who applied. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you have to be transparent. Yeah, totally. we, we did the yeah, same yeah. thing because there's there's scenes like that kind of thing in ours mm. as well. Um, I think that, you know, some of them are. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are queer and. Um, but you seem to have like a really diverse, both in front and behind the camera, which I sort of yeah, really appreciate. Yeah, so I would say that the way we got around um, <laughs> more, more straight <laughs> actors than less is all of our key creatives um, out oh, of the, five, five out of six of them are LGBT. That's amazing. That's so, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and then four out of more than six boy of them raised. are women. Oh, so that's, <laughs> that's a bit of shade there. No, but we, know. <laughs> we know. We're aware. Yeah, we are you, aware. Can, you can tell in when you watch it. Totally. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, um, so production, shooting, location. So how? So you shot for two years, and was it mostly like weekend kind of stuff? Um, so the first bit, just to see, like, kind of almost like the first episodes were our test. It was like a proof of concept almost. So that actually got shot pretty much all in one block, oh. um, and that is like the big. Lots of Brisbane in there. Yeah, uh, the club scenes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. downstairs actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh really? Oh hello. Oh, hello. oh which is there anymore? Yeah. But yeah, iconic. <laughs> um, so so all of those sorts of places. Um, you had by the, uh, the 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 not Ferris wheel. What's it called? The uh, the eye, yeah, Brisbane the eye, eye. Brisbane, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Um, we tried as much as possible to use like very dynamic Brisbane locations, mm. and so that was all shot in one block. Um, and it was just, uh, I guess, fortuitous. I worked in hospitality for a really long time, so it was like all of these locations we got for free, oh, yeah. um, wow. just because like you know people sort totally. of thing, and we and it was important to us to use as much of Brisbane to show our world. Like that was yeah. your whole point of doing mm. it was something that reflected where you grew up and yeah, yeah. and where you live your life and everything. Yeah. So. Was that a big hurdle shooting? Because it's all location work, isn't it? There's yeah. no sets at all? No, no shows. No, no well, that's got to be, that's gotta be <laughs> were your sound people like, come on. Just we, we were the sound people half the time. <laughs> we <laughs> actually were. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're just getting it done. Um, what was, sort of, was there any like giant hurdle where you, you were like, oh, my God, how are we going to do this? All of it. The whole, <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> um, I, you know what? I feel like I just like have a, I've spoken this whole time and you're like not saying anything. I am actually but, a little hungover. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I feel better because I'm like steamrolling you. No. But um, basically I think that to be honest with you, there are like lots of hurdles. This is what comes from making like an independent sort of pro uh, project Um. And you have a lot of cast and crew to work around. But it was almost like every single problem that we had, even if we were like, that seems tough. Like we had um, some shots that were supposed to be in a lake um, that we've actually done in a pool, but you can't tell. Oh, whoa, really? Oh, wait, yeah. You just ruined the whole that, thing for is me. That, <laughs> is that the is night scene? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> now I've spoiled that. it for everyone. But um, <laughs> basically... But even those sorts of things, all the driving scenes, all of that sort of stuff, if we didn't have the idea, if we were like, that seems like it's going to be really tough, someone would have it, like someone would know how to do it. Like we had a and lot that's the benefit, of, I guess, of really talented crew members who, yeah. knew, who knew how to problem solve and and you would read the scripts and you would be like, mm, this seems like it's a lot. But, um, <laughs> but in the same vein, like it never felt like anything that we couldn't find a way of achieving. Yeah. Oh, and I think like that's a big credit to Rhiannon actually. Just like, you know, all this shit is being thrown at her with scripts <laughs> and things. And she's like, I was like Look, oh, we'll see what we can so do. So many extras, so, so many, many locations. <laughs> so many. I think episode, like, what is it? Episode two, which is six minutes long, has like, 
five locations. Yeah. Is that the, is that the, like the cork and wine and the, the eye? And that's the one with the, the club, uh, isn't it? That's, that's oh, that one does have a lot yeah. of locations. So they all yeah. do. Well, they I all think, do. I think the first stream itself had some some ungodly amount of locations <laughs> for like what is essentially 20 minutes of content. I had never wow. written anything, so yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> I, could, I could tell. I came in and I was like, oh. <laughs> this is a lot of locations. Like a giant spaceship. We can do a giant spaceship, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you shoot like in order of essentially or? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, that's really cool. And was it like it's one character at a time through? So you're like, okay, this these months is where with Sinead. No, so sometimes we did both around the same time. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was literally a matter of being like everyone, let's get together and put our heads together and work out your schedules and try and make it work. Oh, that's um So, yeah, sometimes it was simultaneously. Yeah, it did feel like a lot of plates in the air at once because I think there was also a point where we're like in pre for like the middle episodes or in production for the middle episodes, in pre for the last episodes and in post for the first. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was an interesting time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you touched on it before, but like shooting intimate scenes, because I've shot sex scenes, but I haven't shot intimate because mm. the ones I do, like, I mean, my movie set backstage during like a theatre show and so it's like. So no intimacy, just No, fucking. it's terrible yeah. people like fucking taking like backstage quickies and that's part of the, the humour of it. But like yeah. doing intimate scenes, because that's another thing that's sort of in the, the zeitgeist. I guess. How did you guys approach that? Um, so our director had a lot to do with it in those scenes. Um, he really comes from like, he's a gay man. He really comes from a place of knowing what to do. Um, and it's just about respecting the actors, making sure that they, that they're aware of what's coming up, that they're comfortable with what, whatever, like we basically just check in with them. You have like, obviously a close Close set. set, So you don't have very many people there, just like bare minimum of who you need there. I mean, I don't envy them, but I would feel really uncomfortable with like, you know, simulating yeah. kind of sex scenes in front of a just a room full of like the the boom guy or yeah. whatever. I remember seeing um, an interview with an actress and she was like, the thing is, it's almost not like the being naked. It's that the thought that goes through your head is like someone's watching it and going, oh, that's what you think is sexy. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's the exactly. perception of what individuals exactly. think is sexy and what's exactly. not. But, oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Uh, so any, like, happy accidents, anything that happened on set where you're, like, you know, like a plane mm. flying past, it's like production value, something like that? <laughs> oh, oh, what a great question. I feel like there were, like, plenty just even in terms of locations, things that you didn't think that you would be able to get, mm. you got and. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I think. In post and music as Our well. Music, music. Oh yeah, really yeah. you've got like a really nice. We have so many songs. Yeah, are they all like indie Australian artists? Yeah, a lot as of much as Brisbane possible. Based. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, there's a lot of Brisbane, lots of queer, lots of um, mm. you know, up and comers, um, Triple J, Unearthed, all of that sort of oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was like because music is. I think music is huge for both you and I. Like it's mm. like basically we don't move without listening to yeah. something. Um, yeah. And so it is one of those things where it was really important to have a soundtrack. So I think that kind of makes or breaks the show. I half mean, it's the time. another way to yeah. tell the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it also like adds it. It makes it because you can you can see like a lot of shows where they don't maybe don't even have a score or something mm. running under it, and it feels thin just emotionally mm, yeah and because a lot because all professional tv watch there's soundtrack or it's scored yeah and so it kind of brings that and elevates it really it. really does i was reading this really article a uh, really good article the <laughs> other day um by it was an interview with uh jean-marc valet who oh, yeah, did yeah. um big little eyes and sharp objects and he was basically like music is like key to telling a story like and his soundtracks are like amazing and it's like part of the 
like you'll be watching it and you're like into this. And as soon as the music starts, you're like more into it. You like yeah. seek out that song on like I'm shazamming all the songs. <laughs> I don't know them. Um, and I think that's like, you know, something that I think two weeks has an element of that. It's one of those ones that we've like, I mean, one day I was just sort of procrastinating a bit and I just made the made the Spotify playlist of it because I was like, I'm kind of into these songs. That's yeah. awesome. That's good. Yeah, it's it's good chill music and, and the artists were like super, super good about letting us use their tracks. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That was so lovely. That's very cool. And we had, a, we had a music supervisor, Tyler. Oh, very who cool. Who just absolute trooper. Yeah. I would come to her at like, the 11th hour and be like holy shit we really need this song can you help us and she's pulled through every single time oh, that's she awesome. has been yeah. absolutely amazing that's but, awesome yeah music's an interesting one because you'll be just sitting there i mean at the end there's i think there's several thousand tracks on the thing and so you're just sitting there and it's like the last thing that you have to do and <laughs> yeah. it's like maybe like you me and like one of the directors is always sitting in a room at the end <laughs> just being like do we like this track do we like this <laughs> yeah. track do we, what is appropriate music to have while he's peeling some sticky tape? Like oh, that yeah. sort of thing. Like that was wild. That took three days. To oh, wow, really? Yes. <laughs> because I am very picky as well. <laughs> this is the thing we never talk about. We never talk about that. I'm actually a bit yeah. picky. And so something that will play that I don't like, and I'll just be like, mm, I don't like that. And then, but I won't really help. <laughs> I'm just I, like, I don't, don't like, like it. it. I don't know why. I just don't like it. I just don't, yeah. Well, so that famous Kubrick yeah. quote is like, I don't always know what I want, but I always know what I don't want. Yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> You're Kubrick. Um, I am not. <laughs> uh, so, so the 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 editing process was that how much of that because you you're shooting over a long period of time. Did you have like cut whole episodes while you still had shot other ones hmm. and changing things based on that or? Uh, not a lot of the storyline changed. I think that we'd, um, really developed it enough that it didn't really impact like things that happened in these episodes didn't really impact on the others. Um, and even if they changed a little bit in the edit, it wasn't going to create any sort of snowball for the rest Mm. of the show, but we were doing post and, and editing and we'd finish the first three episodes before we'd finish shooting all the others. Um, cool. So yeah, it was happening. Did you do any time. reshoots at all? Or? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a fun story. Let's dig into that. Uh, we did rewrites and reshoots. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. You would get to a point in the edit, I think, where you're just like, it's not working. Was it adding and more or changing what you had? Or? Um, it just sort of you knew yeah. that something was missing and that it wouldn't be very obvious in the story if you didn't fix it. Um, mm. Just some things didn't. I, I don't think it was necessarily ever that something didn't look good, like it was all shot Oh, it was never well. that it didn't look um, good. It was more to do with the story and there was yeah. just like some essential bits that kind of felt like they were missing and and that if yeah. if we took an objective look at the series, we would be like, okay, if we didn't know what was going on, we probably wouldn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've seen a thing yeah. about filmmakers trying to change the conversation about reshoots because every time it's like the movie's in reshoots, it's oh, going to be a disaster and that kind of thing, yeah. but where, you know, like, What's that? Uh, uh, World War Z, which I'm not a fan of, but they did huge, massive reshoots, and then it was like a ginormous box office hit. Mm, yeah, and so it's kind of like, well, sometimes it it, it does work, yeah, and it's yeah. not about it could most pretty much every major movie has done reshoots of mm. some kind or other. I know JJ yeah. Abrams does these crazy stuff where he's like doing reshoots just in the, the offices of bad robot for yeah. things, but then making <laughs> yeah. it look like something else Amazing. with either digital trickery or like some cool lighting and stuff uh, like that. It, it was in a uh, 10 Cloverfield lane or something, right? Where it was like this close up of a phone. He was like, oh, screw it. There, there we go. Mm, done. Uh, like, uh, Scorsese did it. Scorsese they, did it. They, 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 the DOP was like, Oh, we should have gotten a shot of like the, the 
seatbelt thing in the in the plane shot and the DOP shot it just with his iPhone sent it because everything is like, let's use that. Yeah. Like, and yeah. just plonked it into the timeline. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've done a single project without a pickup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. totally. And we needed to do them. Like we the the key scene that we re, rewrote and reshot was in episode one, um, the restaurant scene. So it wasn't yep, yep. it just wasn't playing very well in the mm. edit. There was no way that we we tried and our editor credit to editors, credit <laughs> to them tried so hard to make what we had work and it just wasn't working for so many different factors. There's no one person to blame on it. Um, and even from a script level, like, and that was me, so I'll blame myself. <laughs> so we do have someone to blame. It's all <laughs> it you. was me. It was my fault. Um, even from a script level, it wasn't doing what we needed it to do and we didn't realise that before we shot it. So we went back in the edit process and did a script read again of episode one and went, okay, what do we need to learn in this scene? What can we do? How can we rewrite it to sell, to serve the rest of the episode and the rest of the yeah. series? Well, that's yeah. really cool. That's but, really yeah, cool. it is it's painful when <laughs> you realise that it's not just like, you know, like a, a shot or two. It's like a whole scene. Um, yeah. And I, I think I remember you being like, I think we'll need to reshoot this. We'll need to reshoot this. Mary <laughs> was constantly being like, I think we need. And I was like as a producer being like, no, (laughs) too much money and like too much time and too much effort. And that was a really like hard shoot to, um, to organize. And I was worried because obviously it's in a restaurant and we had, and oh, I mean, you ask so many favors of locations and I was like having to ask these guys again, if we can have their location when they'd given it to us for free the first time, just kind of feels like you're always asking for too much. Um, and then as soon as I went into the edit room and saw it, I was like, we need to reshoot. <laughs> she's she's 100% correct. I have cooked it. Yeah. yeah. Was it ever cut in ter- like the presentation that we saw at the Queer Film Festival, were you watching it in terms of like a beginning to end thing or were you watching it in terms of episode to episode? Uh, I do watch it when it's the feature cut like it's a feature. Um, I think that we, we actually spent a weirdly long time choosing the intercuts, intercuts yeah. which are just like pickups of like, this this oh, bit of yeah, Brisbane yeah. or yeah. like the Story Bridge or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I, oh, I mean, yeah, I do both. I don't if, know what I do. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't. Just, like, I've watched it so many times that I'm like, I do like, all... I do wait for my favorite bits of it. Yeah, like, I'm always like oh, onto this bit. But. Yeah. Mm. So once it was done and you had to kind of head into uh, marketing and promotion and festival thing. We had a couple mm. of episodes back. We had um, Dr. Tess Van Hammett talking about film festival things uh, because it's kind of like you think like that's the hurdle of it and then you're like, oh, no, there's there's quite a bit more to go. Yeah. <laughs> Figuring all that mess out. Yeah, it's the worst bit, honestly. It's <laughs> sort of like you're yeah. done with post-production you're and then it's so like pooped. I'm done, I just want to move on with my life. And yeah. then you're like, oh, wait, there's like a whole bunch of other things. I remember a producer once telling me that like, if you think that you're ever done with a project, you were never done with a project. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I have to like accept that. Um, but yeah, I think it was good that we kind of finished some episodes prior to others because it meant that we were sending to festivals and getting a name for ourselves and building Whoa. it as yeah, we went. I was going to ask how the festival circuit goes with web series because it's really when we, new. Saw it, we saw it as a feature. Yeah. Mm. But I remember hearing about two weeks ages earlier yeah. and I was like I swear this was already doing festival stuff <laughs> yeah what's happened and it's only coming out now what's going on so yeah what, what's that sort of workflow sort of thing um How does- yeah so I guess you look into festivals that you think are achievable so obviously most of the time it is the web fest ones yep. and it's actually a wildly 
bigger world than you think it is. Yeah. Um, is that where it's like played online essentially? Uh, no. There are some of those, but they're actually just like film festivals, but purely for web content. That's cool. Um, yeah. yeah kind of like, yeah. you know, like TV festivals or like yeah. film festivals. Music um, video festivals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's its own niche sort of thing. And and that world is actually really nice to get into. It's a great community as well. The community oh, is cool. incredible. Well, they'd all be people kind of DIY with mm. that same kind of gung-ho mm. attitude. Yeah, exactly. And so it is like, it's actually a really big world as well. Like, much bigger than I anticipated totally. it being. Um, so we did that. And a couple of other, like you would um, as well, because the first three episodes were done. So we were like, oh, let's send it as sort of short films. So you can send like just one of the episodes we would enter into just a normal film cool. festival as short films. Right. So kind of get out that way. Um, but wildly someone told us the other day that I don't, they didn't know why we weren't sending it out as a feature film to festivals. And we were like, oh. That'd be, yeah, uh, actually. Because honestly, I think I think it really worked watching yeah. it as a feature. And, it uh, works The Melbourne Queer Film Festival well. deadline is very soon, like 19th <laughs> yes, of I December. Know that. So yes, I know that. Because, because the short I just shot and I'm like, I've shot it for Trot Fest, but I was like anticipating if I don't get in, I can go. And then I'm like, oh, I damn, I'll miss the deadline for, <laughs> for that one. But um, uh, what was I going to ask? Uh, best advice and worst advice with marketing? Like, Have you come across sort of something where you're like, oh, that uh, doesn't work or that works really well? well. I am not very good at it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> not either. No. And what we have learnt over the last year of trying to market two weeks and really having a big push now is that we need to play to our strengths. Uh-huh. Um, so I am really bad at posting online, even as myself. Um, <laughs> so Rhiannon takes more of that, which is great. I don't actually know what I do to market it. Um, <laughs> I think it's more best advice is absolutely, I think you're right, like playing to your strengths. If we know that we're not good at it, like it's never been anything that we're good at, like, yes, I can post on social media kind of thing, but I'm by no means a professional at at marketing or anything because it is one of those things that you go through film school and you're like, ah, film, like I'm done. And and then you get to distribution and marketing, you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. so the best advice I can give you is find people who do. So we um we were really, really lucky in even in just even the last sort of months or so, like we had a lot of um advice from our EP, Richard Fab, who works at Live Lab. Um, he really helped us like give us ideas. Same with Sue Swinburne at mm. um Griffith as well. But uh Farad and the guys at Changer, that's yep. their domain. Where yeah, is their domain? So <laughs> they've come on board and, and given us a bunch of help. They've um, been so great. They've been honestly like just things we weren't even considering. Like they thumbnails, really put it titles. out there. Um, Thumbnails. And, I know I had yeah. – I actually went on a date with a guy who he was like a filmmaker and he'd made like a – it was like a queer centric short film, but there wasn't like that much queer content in the film, but he made the thumbnail, the two guys kissing, and then he's got like 3 million views because <laughs> people <laughs> oh search through it. Th- yeah. I, yeah. I just yeah. watched a Vox video about how powerful, th- like that's why Netflix, like my Netflix thumbnails yeah. are different to yours, <gasps> are different to yours. Really? Different to I, yours. Did I did not know that. Because there was this whole thing about Holy how like they advertised, what's that, that that's father insane. figures, but yep. they had black people, even though black people don't really feature in the movie, but for like, a black user. There's one <gasps> What? Because I was like, no. they're white people for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I like, like on me, like there's a lot of shirtless men propping up in the <laughs> thumbnails and I'm like, I feel like they're marketing this deliberately because I know that's not a big thing in that movie. Don't you guys ever use the other profiles on your Netflix? Never. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't want 
want to know what my sister's watching. <laughs> See, uh, whenever we watch my sort of movies, my wife hates it when things pops up on her thing. So I'll always change the profile. And I always see what she, what her profile looks like and what my profile That's looks so like. So funny. I've known for ages. That this is a, so very this, different. So they'll advertise Riverdale as wow. a, like, I'll, I'll send you the link. Yeah. Riverdale sometimes advertised as a romance versus sometimes advertised as a thriller, depending on what you've just last watched. Because oh, the, wow. the aim is to keep you going and watching more and keep just keep you on the service is what their sort of business model is based off. And they have like algorithms that take snapshots throughout the whole episode and then they pick which ones match your profile because that's that's the real business of Netflix is not the content, it's the algorithm. It's the algorithm. Yeah. And that's why they're so secretive oh about their ratings and things. Uh, it's a really fascinating that's video. Wild. I'll put it in the show notes too. So I'm yeah. going like to go check everyone's Netflix in my house. <laughs> Might give you yeah. some ideas for two weeks yeah. ago. Like, oh, we should do <laughs> yeah. More topless men. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was actually something that we were told. Um, they were like basically you do need to play to like if that's the Sex content you have weirdly. absolutely yeah. i'm trying to think of like the topless scenes because i know there's the the end bit yep yep but i can't think if anyone else really gets that topless no one else lucas and mitch oh yeah oh yeah lucas and oh, yeah, yeah so yeah. you've but got two thumbnails yeah, just there. not the girls no. yeah. yeah do you no, have no um do you have like because this uh i guess you don't really have twists did you ever like worry because i know in my film mm. i was like very specific because my film like it starts off pretty like a dark comedy and then it yep. just gets like ultra violent and i didn't want there was some twist things that i really wanted to hold back on and i don't know how smart that was in retrospect i had like a lot of trouble putting my film out there like we got into like one festival it was very miserable I've that's why he's asking for help from you that's why I'm, yeah, <laughs> still has no idea what you're all, doing. All, all, all the nuggets of information but then even putting because i just put it out on demand mm-hmm. um and just like trying to market that the Facebook ads are just not, I was like trying to write, I've gotten a bit more with the podcast weirdly figured out a a lot more about regular posting and Mm. doing updates and links and, and what people click on, what they don't click. John is topless in Red Curtain Hell. He is. Get more topless man, man. <laughs> yeah. All the topless man. Um, your tags as well are essential. Yeah, I, I, I find that with like hashtags or tag mm, tags. Both. both. Yeah. See, I've, I do so many hashtags for this on the podcast on yeah. Twitter and, and nothing gets reacted on Twitter, but a lot of stuff gets reacted on on Instagram. Yeah. And I knew we did a queer Instagram. film episode uh, early in the year for like Pride Month. And I just did all like, cause I don't know, like gay Instagram, just all of the, <laughs> all of the hashtags. Yep. And I did it and it hashtags. became our most liked, most yep. liked post like within yeah. an instant. And we're you're like, all guilty of and hashtag I used, gay I used to, yeah. I used to yeah. screenshot from how to get away with murder and all oh, this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just cause it's like, you know, yeah, it's going to get the clicks. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, yeah, first I think we're all shy of it because it's like, oh, I don't want to be one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but you also want people to watch it. But yeah, totally. but honestly they work and, and no one's judging. I don't yeah. think so. I, I, and I, it I, is like we're not queer painting. It is queer yeah. content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah it's, you're, you're <laughs> yep. not doing uh, Star Wars or um, yeah. what's the other one. They did, and I just oh oh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah, oh, we got a gay yeah, character, yeah. first gay character, and it's, in it's Disney. like like it's like less than half a frame of anything remotely that could be construed as queer, yeah. and you know, I I lost my crap, I lost my shit with that. Like Which, that was that whole year, all of last year was just there was like a tremendous amount of queer baiting mm, in mainstream yeah. Hollywood without any actual like. Well, there was oh, yeah. uh, queer characters. It? I think it, I I didn't actually watch this. I read an article on it, but I think The Bachelor or The Bachelor in Paradise queer baited by going 
this woman, she's bisexual. Yeah. She's kissing a yeah. woman, and it was a long-haired man. Mm. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Holy For real? For real. Wow. They oh. were like, look, like she's like having a passionate kiss with this person. Oh, and like, was, man. And it was a man. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. And that's the greatest queer baiting ever. And then it's always fake. And then when always fake. you bring it up and people like, like the creators who are like trying to present themselves as work, they're like, yeah, but we really, we don't want to just put it in there. We want a really organic process way. And- I read a thing that was a really good sort of take on that where it's like the, the thing when you do that is that uh, why do queer characters have to justify their existence mm. but straight characters <laughs> don't? Whereas well, gay people why in can't life you have gay are people only just here because, to, you know, push you know, the plot yeah. forward. Yeah, like yeah. you're only here to push the plot forward, yes, aren't you? Yes, I'm only here. I'm <laughs> only here to be your best friend. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we all know I'm the main character. Yeah, yeah. So do you, uh, what about the audience response? Oh, <laughs> have you? Have you? Wait, is that a bad thing? No, no, no it's okay, amazing. amazing. Pretty shocking. You reckon like we're thousands shocked. of views as well? Yeah, we're, we we're, can't believe it. We, uh, I mean, Touchwood. It's probably just going to be like, oh, and you're offline. See you later. Um, <laughs> but uh, basically, I think we were like hang, hanging out. What on Tuesday? Thursday. Yeah, it's it's Saturday. We're hanging out <laughs> on Thursday, so we released Sunday. Hanging out on Thursday, and we're like, oh, let's hope we get. There's four episodes out of the nine up. Let's hope we get to 10k tonight. And we're like, I think we'll do it. Like that's so exciting. 10k. This is amazing. Yeah, we've done it. Um, and then we've got this group chat hadding, happening as well with our key creatives, and basically we've all been kind of tracking it, and everyone keeps giving updates. And um, and yeah, 24 hours later, after being like, oh yeah, we got to 10k. <laughs> 50k. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. We got to 50k today. So, are you getting yeah. like comments and are people contacting you? Yeah, yeah we're getting yeah. lots of comments. And, and wildly there's like, it's like international, like people yeah, like, you know, contacting amazing. us. Like there was one amazing guy on Instagram being from like, Brazil. this is like my favorite new series. Hi That's from cool. Brazil. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting um, comments in other languages oh, asking wow. for more so, captions yeah captions. and so oh, i have been going to my friends who speak those languages <laughs> and, and getting them to help me reply oh that's yeah. brilliant that's so, so we've been replying yeah. in the yeah. have you gone about well. i know i i almost had to do a french translation of my feature film and so i had to like basically did like a table and in one column was every line in english yep. and then I, I was sending it to a french person to do every french thing but apparently the services yeah, that do yeah it, i have um, heard there and i think there's even Something in YouTube that where you can get the community to actually oh. do captions oh, wow. for you. Yeah, in yeah. Other languages. one of the hard things is literal translations. Yeah, yeah. I had to do a, Italian subtitles for a film, and I I was just inputting them, and there were so many where they were like literal translation. This this will work better though, and I was yeah. like, okay, that's cool. Good, yeah, that's that good. is good. Yeah. And have you and have you uh, was was it you who showed me the video? And it's like the Swedish chef. Oh, the Swedish chef. Someone uh, does. Uh, a, it's, so it's it's uh, on the Muppets YouTube channel because uh, yeah. the Muppets have a YouTube channel. It's great. Amazing. There's a um, following. Uh, there's a great <laughs> Swedish <laughs> chef <laughs> short on there that's just really fun and really great. And I, I loved it. And then I scrolled down, and one of the first comments was put on the captions. So you put on the captions and rewatch it. And, and don't it, spoil it, but it is it oh, is amazing. Just watch this. the captions this with good. the Swedish video. It's, yeah, that's really cool. So to wrap it up, do you have any like advice for people who are like I want to make a show, like? Do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. And find your people. Yeah. Find people who 
will you can collaborate with and yeah. who will allow you to be creative. Yeah. Um, the collaboration I, seems like for this really worked and it's really great to see that. I mean, really it was a it, big learning experience yeah, for all of and us. We, we started, obviously we started this a few years ago. So we've all like, you know, gone through almost like the characters we've gone through <laughs> our twenties doing it. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I think that when we started, we were like, a lot more unsure of what we were doing, a lot more less mature um, is the nicest way of putting that. <laughs> um, so, you know, we, there definitely are going to be hurdles. You're undertaking such a huge project. Um, no one's getting paid. Everyone's just putting in all their time and effort for you for nothing. And also like, I mean, like cast and, and, and key creatives and stuff. Yes, of course they get like a bit more of the glory, but there are like crew members that keep coming back that are just, you know, your yeah. ACs and stuff like mm, that. And it's yeah. like that, this project doesn't do anything for them. So it's kind of nice that they keep coming back. So it's collaboration is essential in terms of just treating your crew correctly, treating your cast correctly, yeah. like make them feel like they're, cause they are, they're essential mm. parts of, yeah. of mm. making this. And we're like, we appreciate them just as much as we appreciate our cast, just as much yeah. as we appreciate I think the each mood other. behind the scenes is just as important as the mood you create in the frame. Yeah, totally. exactly. And I think that because it leads onto yeah. on screen. Yeah, yeah it yeah. totally does. And and it's sort of like you can tell what is a collaborative project and what is a one-man show kind of thing. And um, at the end of the day, yes, of course we thought like we're always going to, I'm like always made to be bad cop. I'm good. Um, <laughs> she'll like complain about something, but only to me. And then I have to like <laughs> go around to someone and be like, oh, we've taken the time. We need really, to, we need to fix this. And then they hate me. This is I'm why just, like, I'm taking bullets left, right and center. <laughs> like but, I said, we play to our strengths. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, um, you know, even, even with, you know, fighting and, and everything, it never felt like it would never get resolved. And there was always, even, in the darkest moments of it when you're just like, oh, this is really hard. Like how are we <laughs> going to achieve this? This is a lot and we don't have that money and we don't have that that particular element that we want. Um, I just felt like there was always one person who when the rest of us were kind of depressed, <laughs> they would like be picking us up and we yeah. kind of all took turns in yeah, that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I think collaboration. Find, if you want to do this, find those people that you absolutely can trust. Like even if you have an argument that you know at the end of the day, you'll still give them a hug and still be like, like let's do it again tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and being able to just like don't, don't, I guess don't think that it's, to like don't put it in the too hard basket either like there were so many things that like I said we were getting locations for free because we asked for them and it was mm. sort of like you really have to put yourself out there and just be like it's like dating yeah exactly <laughs> you really have to like be like what's the worst they can do is say no like yeah. and then you just move on to the next one yeah. Yeah. so yeah um and Brisbane is such a great place to shoot. There are like so many people wanting to help you and yeah, interested in what you're doing. I was like shooting in an apartment and I was so, cause I'm just so like, I was brought up to be like, don't bother anyone ever. Yeah, and then, yeah same. Yeah. And the, same. People, the people in the, the, the apartment, they're like, yeah, cool, whatever, just do this. And then like, they, they, a lot of people don't, they're not as hung up as you think. It's like, oh, you yeah. imagine it's it in your head. Yeah. Does. You're just like, Oh, I'm so imposing on them. Yeah. But, yeah. but really they're just like, yeah, sick, whatever. Just make sure it's clean when I, when yep. you leave kind yep. of thing. Don't break um, anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah. it's we, definitely one of those, one of those things where it's not, it's not impossible. Yeah. So. I saw a great quote from, there's a filmmaker, Jim Cummings, who did like a little tiny feature called uh, Thunder Road and he's won some awards and stuff. And he's, <laughs> he, um, he had a quote mm. and it's like, pick a Saturday, shoot your movie. 
Yeah. And I was like, that's that's got to be the motto. Is that the one that was based off the short where he's yeah. at the oh He's my at the God. funeral. He's at the it's funeral. such a good the short. The short is amazing. Right? Have you seen it? I have not. It's a one shot short it's of this amazing. guy like giving a eulogy where he breaks into Bruce Springsteen's Thunder Road. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And the <laughs> feature film is apparently just as good. And he's really? like, follow him on Twitter because he's okay. so he's just got all of these amazing quotes that he keeps coming up with. Uh, would you guys do it again or? I, I'm sure you've season already been two. asked about season um, two. I know you asked about it on the festival. We talk yeah, about this frequently now that it's sort of at the end. It is one of those things that you have to keep the momentum going. Um, and it's one of those things that, you know, I mean, it took a lot out of us. Um, Mary especially, I think. Um, that's like her whole heart and soul on screen. Um I think again, for sure, I'm like keen. Absolutely, <laughs> so I think musical that, episode. I think yeah? <laughs> we, I think we, you know, have something really special that we can share with people. Um, it would also be so nice to be able to go back and and get our crew and cast back and thank them for their time by actually paying them in a season yeah. two. But this is the proviso on doing another one is that it would be done differently in terms of us being able to Resource. drum up some um funding, funding. and yeah. just be yeah. able to pay people. But it's good is you have the product that you can mm. say Look, yeah, we can totally. do. Yeah. this and if you want to be a part of this and, and that kind of yeah, thing. Have exactly. you been approached by people or are you s- sort of starting those conversations? Um, I think we're starting those conversations oh, sort cool. of thing. We've we've sort of discussed what season two would look like um, and who would we'd need to approach for it um, and obviously I guess the more people that like watch it that's very good for us in terms of being yeah. able to be like look we actually have something that people are responding to so yeah, yeah. Well, that's amazing. Well, I wish you guys all the best. Thank, oh, you, thank you so, so much. much for coming on. This has been amazing. Yeah. I've learned a heap. <laughs> I'm probably gonna be like contacting you low key if I'm like if I end up doing my web series. I'm just like, hey, can you can I have some advice? Can you? Just oh, anytime. Honestly, even even if you well, you do sound, so you won't need a boom swinger. But we're always keen to help out as well. Awesome. So that's what this industry is awesome. about. Like, never burn bridges and always make yeah. friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Networking, networking, yeah. networking. Um, so you can find the show. Do you have like a a, a full URL yet or? like a youtube.com slash two weeks no or? we don't oh because you, you gotta get We're like 100 subs enough, to, yeah to, i mean <laughs> we, we have we have 100 subs <gasps> oh wow oh, holy shit we, that's amazing you've yeah, been out less than a week like a thousand or something we oh do have God. <laughs> yeah that's so cool i was downplaying it <laughs> that's but we have to be um online for a month before yeah. we oh, can okay. get oh right right um, yeah, yeah yeah but you can find us on instagram or facebook and our url is on there or even when you search two weeks tv um, in the YouTube bar, it comes up for me. I don't know if it comes up for Ooh. everyone. I know. And we'll put, um, we'll, put a bunch of, we'll put a bunch of links in our yeah, show notes great. as yeah. well. Cool. Amazing. Episode, but yeah, Two Weeks TV on Instagram, on Facebook. Awesome. And Twitter. And, and Twitter. Twitter now, yes. I'm <laughs> testing out. I've always we wanted, do not I've always wanted to be I lurk I'm, I'm on Twitter. More. I lurk all all the time. <laughs> but I never actually post. So I'm like, oh, maybe I could be Twitter in the guise of two weeks and see if I could work that into my own life. Yeah. <laughs> I've started I've started tweeting more this year and I, I, I find I, I like it kind of. I do yeah, so I'm like so nervous. Cool. I'm like, what do I write that people are gonna be interested in? I'm like no I'm no Chrissy Teigen or anything. So. Well, I like the thing is I'm more of a words person than a picture. I don't do selfies. I'm really yeah, bad yeah. at selfies. Yeah. And so my Instagram is photos of like stuff, which doesn't make for a very interesting Instagram. Whereas my tweets, I can sort of, yeah. cause I write on the side. So I'm always like, I'm rewriting my tweets, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so we'll put all the links for that in the show notes and everything like that. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Picture Rangers. And we're on Facebook at the motion, Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. 
It's on my shirt. What am I saying? Um, <laughs> and uh, if you have questions and we can send us an email and we can and send it through to you guys and you can feel free to answer at motionpicturerangers at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I'm on Twitter at Shane M underscore Anderson. Uh, I'm on Instagram at the Chancellor. I'm not on Twitter because Twitter still sucks. <laughs> uh, but you can you find online Vimeo on demand, Red Curtain Hell. That's Vimeo.com slash on demand slash Red Curtain Hell. Shane's feature film. Use... <laughs> Uh, coupon code picture rangers for 20% off your rental or purchase. I was going to do it earlier, but uh, it didn't feel right. And So you just decided for like a really awkward segue. Yes. When don't uh, I? Uh, thank you guys so much for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having us. No, and thank you. thank you to our listeners for listening. And we'll, we'll speak to you again next week. Bye. I think you actually did it right no? this time. And I didn't did. say, oh, we'll hear we'll from see you, you next again week. next <laughs> week. Yeah. This is like looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we feel like. We look like yes. uh, bye. Bye. Bork, hello. Bork, bork, hi. You know what you need to be doing? You need to be listening to the Floof and Papa podcast. I'm Mel. I'm Taylor. And we're going to talk about all things dogs. Dog stories. Dog breeds. Dog tips and tricks. Dog puns. Dog jokes. Dog everything. Out if you're not listening. Uh, hit us up at the Floof and Papa podcast wherever you get your podcast. Tune in. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast.